Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son, Juicy, or in this episode, Juice son, Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. Last week, I had an argument with Nadine Dorries. This week, she's quit as an MP. Coincidence? No. This is Non-Censored. Hello and welcome to Non-Censored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show, which is on exactly the radio station you're thinking of. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon and I'm joined as ever by my producer, Martin. What a show this week, eh, Martin? Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, We've got Ishan Akbar's hot and spicy takeaway of the week, or should I say, uh, holy... And spicy takeaway. <laughs> uh, and friend of the show, Siobhan Connery from the Daily Telegraph, will be talking us through this week's cabinet reshuffle. Uh, plus, we spoke to the new deputy chairman of the Conservative Party, Lee Anderson. But as ever, there was simply too much in the Daily Show to fit in this weekly highlights podcast. For example, we had an excellent interview with one of the reporters from our sister sports network about Manchester City's finances, but we couldn't include it because Emirates have the best business class seats and I am not flying economy. Yes, uh, we also had some really good reporting from Joe Biden's State of the Union, but unfortunately the speech itself was quite dull. Yes, it feels very anticlimactic to cover something from Congress that doesn't have any sort of violence to pep things up. If it bleeds, it leads, and it didn't bleed, so it got cut. And this is your final reminder that we need your questions for our question time for questions episode. So please send a voice note to nonsensoredpodcast at gmail.com or just email us a question or just tweet me using the hashtag, hashtag question time for Harriet. But we'll start with our interview with Ashfield MP and Deputy Chair of the Conservative Party, Lee Anderson. Lee Anderson, thank you for joining us. Hello, thank you very much for having me, uh, Harriet, who I have never met at a party or anything like that. This is the first time we are talking. Hello. Hello, and congratulations. Sorry, can I just just jump in? That that sounded, what was that? It sounded like you have actually met at a party before. Is that... Was that on uh, who am I? Is this is the, this is producer Martin? It, it, Martin I mean, it probably doesn't think, matter. Martin, it's... I don't think you should go out there sort of accusing our guest of lying. No, well, I mean, have you ever been dishonest, producer Martin? Uh, well, I mean, in 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 what way? What are we talking about? Dishonesty? It's a yes or no know. answer. Have you ever been dishonest? There was that time, Martin. You you said you hadn't had any birthday cake, and I know full well. That I'd you had a, I'd had this. I mean, what I'm talking about. This is this I've is not only sugar is this at times. being dishonest and lying. This is also 
an inadequate way of using food, and this is a problem in this country at the moment. Right. right. Well, okay. I mean, Lee. Now, this is this is great that we're getting into this actually because so you have been. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows, but you are the new deputy chairman, and you're not someone who is shy of expressing their opinions. No, I think that's fair to say, isn't it? I think that's absolutely that's absolutely fair to say. I I mm-hmm. uh, I think shyness is a, a quality that we don't talk about in Ashfield at all. Uh, that's not something that comes into it. Shyness is something that I feel like your producer there would be. Uh, advocating for more shyness but it's a work that those on the left love shyness and i think right. confidence getting out there that's very important yeah very important very important and i'm very happy to bring that as the new deputy chairman of the party i will be bringing that to to my work daily well also lee talking about things you're bringing you've recently said that you would support the bringing back of the death penalty precisely i mean i think it's quite it's a no brainer really uh, capital punishment is 100% effective. Uh, they have it in America and look at their crime rate. I mean, I, if I were to be killed for doing a crime, yeah. I would not do the crime. God forbid. I mean, look, ha- have you ever killed anyone? Well, I, Ali, I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's relevant. That's, I'm not, you, I'm not, you know, I'm not answering the question. Have you ever here. been dishonest? Well, 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 no. So, Lee, let's let's turn this around. I mean, would have you have you ever killed anyone? Look, look, I'm, I'm no, I'm the one asking the questions here. I'm the deputy chairman now, so I want I want to know: Have you ever been dishonest? Have you ever killed anyone? And what do you think about capital punishment? Lee, uh, taken a turn. I don't, I don't, you capital, know, I don't, I don't think it's punishment has I... taken a turn. Well, no, well, no. Listen, I think. Sorry, producer Martin. Well, no, I, I don't think you should answer any more questions, Harriet. I'm I'm sure... No, actually, that's true. I don't think that's a lawyer present. I really shouldn't ask questions like this. Sorry, Lee. Listen, Lee, Lee, I I do have a question for you, and uh, that is about um, this this lying that you were caught doing, yes, uh, during the campaign trail. You've been asked about it before, and I I think think it's it's about time that we we got a solid answer from you. Um, You know, trying to... uh, make it out that that um you didn't know someone on the doorstep when you quite clearly did you were you were caught in the act now i mean how can we how trust how do you know that i knew that person i knew him because i'm a he's my constituent in ashfield he knows me i know him i have a yeah, I, I mean, a big you, twitter present if you, if you, you follow me at the moment you can see like my you don't know who i am journey. It's hardly the trait of a, a, a trustworthy Martin, have uh, politician. Ever, have you ever met anyone, Martin? Yes, I meet people all the time. Well, not that often oh, so these you days. That you've met, I too have met people, and well, some I, of those people I do know, some people know me, okay? Listen, Lee, I hope when, that clears it up. When you have a dog, people talk to you. That's just one of the things that happens. And I have a dog. I don't like to talk about it all that much, but she's a beautiful beautiful dog and um you know producer martin you don't have to answer anything that's going to implicate you and things well i'm not being implicated i strike me as a cat person well i I, it's starting to feel like you've got something to hide look martin okay if if we want to settle this properly why don't you and i have a boxing match we'll settle our differences there that feels wildly out this is this is what this is what i'm talking about lee you're you're bringing back real men i have a ring in ashfield we can have a little, we can have a fight and you can see, you can see how many people I have met and how many people I know. Come to, I'm inviting people all the time to Ashfield and I'm not sure why no one ever comes and visits me, Ashfield. 
I, I mean, I personally would like to see um, producer Martin getting pummeled in a ring. I'm not sure that's, so that's part of my consider. job description. Um, it would be Martin, difficult. How to... much do you earn a year? Well, that's a very personal question. Yes, that is rather personal, Lee. Well, I've, I have been asked in the past 24 hours some of the most personal questions for seemingly no reason. So I'm just trying to get a bit of balance back with the, well, the left-wing establishment media. I feel like perhaps you're missing the, the point of what happens in an interview. You're the deputy chair of the current sort of ruling political party. That's that, that's reason enough for people want to to, to want to know um, a little bit about you. I think. Hey, but the thing people don't know about uh, politicians is that we have questions too. Well, I'd also like to know, Lee, I mean, what's wonderful, another thing people are learning about you is is how much you, you do sort of normal, everyday things. That's like right. you put these very sweet little videos up on Twitter of you ironing a shirt. Oh, it's just yeah. I, darling, it really ironing is. Ironing a shirt, it's a, it's a lost art. Martin yeah. sits there with his creased hat. I don't know, I don't know how you've creased your hat. But a real man irons his shirt. He does not use a work steamer. He irons his shirt. He has his 30p breakfast and he gets on the road. Why is he invites everyone... his friends to come and visit him in Ashfield, which I do invite anybody to come to Ashfield and join me in my weight loss journey. You can follow it on Twitter. Do you think 30p Lee, which is, is what you've been um, known as in some quarters, is that an affectionate nickname? No, look, I have a lot of haters, and I do say that as long as I'm upsetting people, I am doing something right. As soon as people start to like me and get on board, that's the day that I need to retire. I mean, that's a controversial way of looking at the world. Well, look, I come here, I come to everywhere I come to with a lot of controversy. I bring it with me, but there is a reason that I've been put into this position of very, very important power. What's that? It's because we need someone normal like me who will invite people up to Ashfield to hang out. You just want to just want to have a hang. It actually sounds quite nice. You know, if, if you got rid nice. of the whole boxing side of things, I, I, I'd hang out with you. Right, well, you see, that's the Bring problem. My dog. This, this work sort of... The, the current men in, in the world today, they don't want to come and have a boxing match. When was the last time you had a hug, Lee? When was the last time you had a hug, Martin? I have hugs every day. Sometimes I just stop people on the train. They look a bit, not in a weird had, way, just in a, you know, friendly way. I've had three hugs in my life and one of them was by accident and I consider that far too many. Did you ever, Lee, did you ever hug your, your assistant who um, you've, you've, you've famously put her on Twitter, you said, here's her picture, she's single... She lives alone, she lives in a flat share, and she doesn't use a food bank. Um, that shows, that to me, Delaney, it's a very close relationship with you and her that you could put all that online. Well, I mean, this is the thing with a close relationship. It's a close professional mm. relationship where I will only, I will not, I will not step over that line and, and, you know, be compassionate to that person, but I will use them for political gain because they are my... I see them sort of. That's beautiful. I use yeah. my business expenses of around two hundred and twenty-two thousand a year. That's it. Very little um, mm. to pay her. So therefore, I can do what I want and uh, use her to to make a political point. But uh, she is running. She's sort of run run out. I've done that picture now. That's why I hired her, and now she's going to have to go. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Well, Lee, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've been brilliant. I would say, um, I, I, to be honest, I've, uh, this has been quite quite difficult and I would 
I would like your assurance that this will not be edited in any sort of way. I don't want any of, not not so much as a fart being taken out of well, this. I want people well, to know what's been we, said. We have to edit some of it, Lee, because we've got a lot of we've got a lot of guests on this show. Well, we can't. Is that all not of it in there. itself a form of dishonesty? Have you ever been dishonest, Harriet? No, it's not. That's not. That's not relevant. That's not relevant, Lee. I think it is. I've, it you know, whether relevant. I've been dishonest or maybe you know killed a a, a friend when we got heated over you know a night of some tequila. None of that's really relevant because I'm not the person answering the question. That is okay. Terrible that you you would do such a thing and be drinking tequila and not English trade. You know. I, that was a hypothetical. It's none of it. None of it's relevant. I see. Right. All right. Well, look, I on this edited at all. If it is edited, I want it put out there, and uh, please visit Ashfield. Lee Anderson, thank you. Goodbye. Now Lee got his job in Rishi's reshuffle this week. Uh, yeah, you, you could call it a reshuffle. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I could. If I was an imbecile, I could. Yes, yes. But to get more details, we were joined by a friend of the show, The Telegraph's Siobhan Connery, who explained how exciting the changes were. Siobhan Connery, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. I am so glad to be here on what is the most exciting day of the year. Is it the most... Please explain why is it the most exciting day of the year? It has to be. We get to see a whole new crop of Tory ministers come in, we get to find out exactly what they're about, who they are, what they're interested yeah. in. It, oh. and that is always my happiest day of the year. Oh, isn't it lovely? It's sort of like a Tory love island, isn't it? Who's this season going to be? Yeah, it absolutely is. And of course, the, everyone, everyone, as always, is talking about Greg Hans, uh, Tory party chairman. Oh, oh my goodness. Absolute dish. Please. Please tell us about Greg Hams because he's a bit of a he's a bit of a mystery to me. I mean, I, I think of myself as quite clued up, but he is he is a mystery. I don't know much about. He him. is. This is the way that the Tory Party manages to speak for the whole of Britain. I think in this is mm. that on the one hand, obviously everybody is really pushing towards the, the towards Brexit, which has been a, a fantastic success, as we all know. Yeah, but yeah, it is absolutely, time absolutely. to bring the party back together, and so appointing Greg Hams as the chair is just absolutely wonderful. What we have seen here is very much like an Eastern philosophy yin and yang thing going on with Rishi's latest yeah. reshuffle. And I think that that is absolutely what we as a nation deserve to have finally after all of this time. I I couldn't be happier. But Greg Hans was a, he was a Remainer, wasn't he? So Yes, but that's in the past now. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Made the boy with decisions. the bad, bad, bad. You know, if we're talking Love Island terms, this is the this is the boy with the bad past. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The ill-advised yeah. neck tattoo. Yes. If even producer Martin nodded at that, and he's technically a Remainer. Well, yeah. No, I just realised that I, I haven't actually seen uh, any pictures of Greg Hans's neck. So I, I, I wasn't really sure whether he has a neck tattoo or not. No, Martin, you've got to f- follow things what? a bit better here because we were making an analogy. It was yeah. it was an, anal- it was an analogy. Yes. Right, yeah. yes. Yeah, well, I've got to say, um, Siobhan, first of all, thank you very much for coming back on the show. Always a pleasure to have you on. Thank um, you, Martin. I do have a question, though, uh, which is, do you not think that perhaps the reshuffle could be uh, Rishi Sunak looking to distract 
from the recent troubles that he's faced. Um, the economy's still in a real state, um, and Is maybe it? he's just trying to get away from the scandal and controversy that has plagued his cabinet of late. I mean, I would challenge you that the economy's in a real state. I mean, not that I've noticed. Um, no, it's doing great. I don't think, yeah, like, obviously there's always, there's I mean, always the grumbling co- from people who, you know, yeah. aren't prepared to go and put in yeah. the work. But what you have to understand is that for the first time since 2008, people like us who have savings, who have gone and put money aside for a, for a better day, actually are making money off that. That is... A wonderful thing to have started happening. The interest rates hitting 4% is an absolute genius stroke from Rishi, I think. And, you know, people are complaining about it going, oh, well, you know, house prices have fallen for the fifth consecutive month. But really, haven't millennials been complaining for the last 10 years that houses are too expensive to buy? That is so true. They can simply get one. I mean, I I do have to say, I, I mean, just noticed the other day that milk seems to be double the price that it was just Martin, just a few months you, ago. How do you know it this? Seems, no one actually pays attention to the price of well, milk. It's, I mean, it, it's double. Who's told you That's that? quite a lot. Is it the person you get to go out and do I your shopping for you? Yes. Who, who, where are you so getting I, this from? I went to co-op, Sorry, charging over, over a pound for a pint. Well, that's it. It's socialism, you see. A cooperative, working together, they go and put extra money. This is where you've been going mm. wrong. But the other thing is, with the price of milk going up, again, this is a massive help for people who are trying to get on the property ladder because it will put up the price of the lattes and they won't be tempted to get them and they'll be able to afford to get a house. How is this difficult to understand, Martin? Um, Martin well, okay, that, that may well be the case. Um, I did have uh, one other question, actually, um, uh, which is Honestly, to do with the reshuffle. Siobhan, you'd think that he was the one who was the, the broadcaster I'm here. Sorry, just, no, I, you know, I just Martin, like the audacity of him today. It's, it's actually about what one of your favourite members of the Cabinet, uh, Harriet, uh, um, Dominic Raab. Dominic Raab. So strong, um, so gorgeous. Yes, Notably absent from the reshuffle, still clinging on to his post, uh, despite the uh, many claims of bullying that have come from uh, people that have worked with him. He's just a strong alpha male. I mean, I, I think Siobhan would probably, probably agree on this. Absolutely. Who do you want in charge of a country? You don't want somebody who's just, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, does it? No, you need someone who will get things done. And for that, you need someone who is strong and decisive. And sometimes people misdrew that as bullying. And that is unfortunate. However, that is not who he is. I mean, look at him. You can tell just yeah. by looking at him. He looks like such a lovely, lovely man. And I think, you know, he's faced a lot of slander, really. This idea of him throwing tomatoes, that sounds to me rather sweet and fun, you know? Were they in a tin? I don't think they were. What's the harm? Exactly, exactly. If anyone's bought for prep, they know. It's it's in those little cardboard boxes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a big deal. That's not hurting anyone. No. No, it's just like I it's mean, a bit like in the olden days when you'd throw vegetables, rotten vegetables, at people in the stocks. So I think Dominic Raab really was, was yeah. kind of drawing on a very ancient tradition of humiliating people who deserve to be humiliated by throwing rutting vegetables at. at May, or, yeah, like exactly. And maybe he was trying to get in with with Lee Anderson. I mean, he mm. Lee is who I'm, I'm, you know, very fond of 
of this sort of restorative justice. This is the great thing about the reshuffle, isn't it? You're getting a lot of different new, innovative ideas constantly freshing up the Conservative Party. This is exactly what the Conservative Party does. This is why Reshuffle Day is my favourite day of the year, because, yes. again, it is getting the full breadth of people on the, across the Tory party, the full breadth yeah. of opinion from Lee Anderson, right on the left, right the way through, to Dominic Raab and right the way through to Pretty Patel on the centre-right, you know. Yes, good old centrist Pretty. I mean, hopefully... I'd like to see people like Desmond Swain, you know, getting a go. I just think there's a lot. Michael Fabricant, there's some really fun characters. And I think if we reshuffle enough, hopefully everyone will will get a whirl at it. This is the thing. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It is essentially the political equivalent of evolution. You try, you try. Each time you refine, each time you get better, each time you become a stronger, leaner party. And that's what they're doing. And now, again reaching out across the full breadth of the Tory party to go and bring everybody with all of the different opinions under this One Nation uh, banner so that we can actually go and go into the I next mean, election and fight off the powers of communism. Siobhan, it's literally, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it makes me quite emotional. It's sort of, you're kind of describing to me a utopia, really. And finally, we, we can hopefully... This you is, know, defeat defeat the, the evil Marxists. And this is the dream. This is this is yeah. what got me into journalism in the first place. Oh, to bring yes. truth and to try and make the world a better place than I found it. Oh, that's so lovely. That is so lovely. Well, I don't know if you have anything to add there, producer Martin, but otherwise I think we can wrap up. I mean what a note to end what, what a note note of optimism. Um and a note of us growing as a country and the, the Conservative Party yeah. growing. Yeah, sure, I I suppose so. Thank you, Siobhan. Thanks very much. Thank you, Harriet. Now, I need to apologise in advance for this next segment. I know a lot of you are people of faith, by which I mean Christian, not any of the other ones. And we know that Ishan's hot and spicy takeaway of the week this week will upset you. But we are going to put it out because of our commitment to free speech within the bounds of the law. Also, religious stuff does quite well on social. Uh, I mean, you know, the believers love it, the atheists share it to show how well the host demolishes the guests or vice versa. It it doesn't matter which way, really. I don't think anyone's interested in that, Martin. Just play it and may God have mercy on our souls. Right, Ishan, I'm very excited about today's topic. Fire away. Well, you may have seen recently this week that mm-hmm. uh, some news has broken up that has made very many people very many upset. That's yes. the words. Very many yes. people very many upset. Now, the Church of England, that great bastion of morality mm-hmm. and correctness in the United yeah. Kingdom, have said that they are considering changing the language around referring to God to make it more inclusive and have suggested that God is perhaps non-binary and should not be referred to as a he, as God often is in very many religious texts. So my hot and spicy take is this. Yes. Yes. We know full well God is Mm. not non-binary. No. God is actually a woman. What? 
We should be referring to God as a she. Because think about it. What is God? God is this voice in your head when you're not around them that is constantly telling you what you're doing wrong. Non-stop in your head. And then when you upset God, God unleashes all kinds of wrath amongst the world. Thunderstorms, earthquakes, tsunamis. If you anger God, you don't want that back. What does God do? God likes a detox. Whether you're Christian, you've got a fast. Whether you're Muslim, you've got a fast. Whether you're Jewish, you've got a fast. God loves a detox, just like women. Right. Now, Ishan, although, I mean, your description of many women, uh, I mean, I'm not like that, but many women are indeed very like that. So I think it's an interesting theory. But I'm sorry, you're being blasphemous. Of course, God is not a woman. We know God has been referred to as a man for many, many years. We know he's an old man in the sky with a big beard. We know this. We've read the Bible. I mean, he, he, he he, he does wear dresses, though, doesn't he? In all the pictures. Oh, Martin, yes, come on, long... that's ridiculous. Well, I just, no, I mean, it's just, no, it's not that ridiculous. It's lovely, flo- sort of flowing white numbers. Martin, that's yeah, everyone's, what, everyone's that's what ethereal them. people wear. They wear big white robes. Just nice, nice frocks. That they, the, the angels, uh, the ethereal people, the gods and the wizards, they wear robes. I've, I've got to say... Ishan, I think you're onto something, to be honest. But it, yes, it, I mean, I, I I've also got to say that ever to agree. Uh, well, I, I, I say it with the caveat that it's it's wonderful that that's what God is to you. I think we need to be open to the idea that God is something else to other people, and therefore, you know, what, to God say, well, I think you know, if you're looking at at the Catholic Church, we have God the Father, of course, but then we also have God the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, that's that's often seen as a dove. So God God could be a, could be a ghost, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost? God, God, God's a ghost. No, he, not, not a what, scary like Casper, one. but The friendly ghost? Well, yeah, a friendly ghost, I think. God is Casper. Well, not exactly Casper, but similar, a sort of... The Holy Ghost is very different from Casper. I think well, close, know, the Holy closer Ghost to is a, Casper. a lot more sensible and doesn't really haunt people, just, just well, sort, of, sort of hangs around being holy. Whereas yeah, I didn't say. Casper I didn't say is a sort of annoying little I mean, child. No, God is, I think he's helpful. Judgmental. There's a day of judgment, and I don't know if you know, but when you live with a woman and you go out for a few drinks, you come back home, the woman's there judging your actions. You go for a stag with your mates, mm. the woman is there. Saying, I do know lots of women like this. this. Is how, this I, is how I you am not like God, that, but I do know. This is how you prove God is a like woman. That. Yes. When you ask your female partner, "Can I go out with my friends?" and she says, "Fine." in a kind of non-committal way, you don't quite know whether she is fine. And that's a bit like God's edicts around many things. It can be a bit confusing. Like God said to Christians, you can't mix your fabrics on Sundays. Now, who knows about fabrics? Women. That's, that's what also they do that, fabrics t- and washing tailors. But, but no, but, but Ishan, Taylor's that's not true well. because God is, is the all-seeing eye, isn't he? So, of course, he knows about cleaning and things like that. Yeah, but women see everything, absolutely everything. We do, we do see everything. We do see everything. I... I'm sorry, you just can't argue with the text. And also, there's lots to show that, that God is... Which text? The, the, the Bible. Quran? The Bible. What about, what about the Quran? The, I, don't, I don't know what's going on in that one. What, what about... 
the Torah. Well, I well, would yes. that. Well, they're, they're all the, texts and we, they're religious texts. You... Well, this is a very good point, Ishan, and I feel that, um, you know, the, 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 real, the real sort of hot and spicy take here is that we shouldn't be limiting God to a particular gender. Um, it can be whatever people want it to be. No, no, to no. me, personally, no, 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 God no. is a poem. Well, hot and spicy take God's God the is a, a, a small is fountain. God is obviously God, God a is woman because a kind look, gesture. If you've got three texts, what do women like doing? Journaling, right? Three different bits of journals for three different groups. God is very obviously a woman. So the Church of England changed the language, changed it to she. Sorry, I can't believe what I'm hearing here. I'm sitting. I've got producer Martin saying God is a poem, and I've got you saying that God is a woman. No, you you can't argue with history. You you can't. I'm sorry. God God's is a kind word said between friends. God is a a a board game on a cold autumn night. Right. Okay. Produce Martin. I... God is a candle. Well, God no, is... actually, God is a candle. Actually, I yeah, you can have that one. Hey, if God is a candle, that obviously makes God a woman. Because what do women love? Candles. Well, I don't know. We do, we do like candles. So if, like if candles. God is omnipotent and can turn itself or herself into a candle, it must be a woman. There has not been one thing that I've said that you've refuted as evidence that God no, is a woman. No, all I've said is, yes, you've, you've, you've picked out quite clearly feminine characteristics, but you could say equally that God has done lots of male things. What about when he set a bush on fire? I'm sorry. I mean... We women don't do that. Have we you seen it. women waxing? I... I haven't. I don't know. Don't I don't get like that, that reference. Ishan. But... I'm sorry. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to pull you up on that because there's a lot of women listen to this show, okay? And you can't go spreading fake news about waxing. We don't just burn it all off. There's a oh. there's there's a whole system. It's very hard. It's very painful. Is it not, is it not a and hot And it's something wax? we've been doing for years and years. Is it hot wax? Yes, yes, Ishan. It is hot wax. So yes. that's like burning, isn't it? No, no. No, it's different. Okay, well, let me ask you this. What about when God says he's the father, doesn't it? Jesus talks about his father. The Aramaic word for father is Abba. And as you well know, Abba, famously, very woman heavy. Well, I think it's more of a sort of 50-50 split, isn't it? But, I mean... I'll tell you, you know what's hard is... You're wrong, but you're so good at arguing, Ishan. I will give you that. I mean, quite a womanly quality, that isn't it? What good at arguing, Mamma Mia! Look, I, look, I'm all for women, you know, uh, progressing in the world, and maybe one day, I don't know, we can look at being the, the one of the other ones, you know, the angels or something. But I, come on, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I find I, as as a Christian, I find this very insulting, actually. And I, I, I think we should draw this to a close. I really want to say to anyone listening, I'm so sorry if we've offended you or insulted you. Well, I'd just say that, I mean, perhaps a compromise, considering Ishan is convinced that uh, God is a woman and you're convinced that God is a man, maybe we could all save any trouble by just changing the pronouns to sort of they, them, and then you can, you can just, uh, you know, imagine yeah. whatever right. you want. No. All right, that's disgusting, and get off the show. 
Now, we are off next week because someone is taking their kids to an inland holiday resort near Nottingham. Oh, so am I. And and you're talking about me, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, yes. So do the subscribing, you know, the liking and the reviewing. Do tell people about the show. And do send us your questions with thanks to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Will Seabag Montefiore, Bethany Black and Ed Morrish. I'm Harriet Langley Swindon and we'll be back in a fortnight for more Non-Censored. Non-Censored.